How's it going, guys? Back at it again with another BNY episode. If you don't know what BNY means, it means black and yellow. Stay tuned, catch up, and keep on, guys. Come on. So today we want to go over the question of the day from Anthony, our last speaker, and also we have a interesting episode regarding positivity. So if you guys weren't tuned in last week, Anthony asked the question, if we could live in a, we'll say civilization or time period of our choosing, what time period would we, li- would, would we live in? So me and Sean decided to throw it way back. <laughs> way back as in like the 1870s type, you know? So the 1870s were around the second industrial Re- revolution. Uh, it was a time where we just started witnessing like an expansion on electricity and petroleum and things like steel and whatnot already after like the railroads and coal were already produced. So I think that would be an interesting time to live in because that's like the beginning of basically the early 1900s when cars were just becoming like something called the car you know like before we had thousands of cars yeah like that was around the carriages type you know and like i think that was a really interesting time period because it's like imagine what it was like living in that day and age like compared to right now where like you can't you know you you, you're gonna get mad at your friend for not replying to your phone call when like people back then were like sending letters and shit, you know, <laughs> It'd take years to get yeah, the years, pigeon. months, like hoping that pigeon made it, you know, the letter <laughs> on his ankle, like. just wondering if it even yeah made it through the storm or like if it if it just Got died shot out of like, the air or something. You, you, you never know. Times. But I think that'd be an interesting revolution to live in, as far as myself. But what a rough rough lifestyle you know because back then you have to think like okay yeah we had cars in what like 1903 or something but they were just starting which means they were only available to like the richest of the rich which again just like our society would be like the one percent i mean so yeah if you're comparing it to to the people who had cars and who had carriages right now it's like who has coal cars and who has electric you know because the electric cars are a lot more expensive but Mm -hmm. in a way it's similar because they're just starting to become more electric type of car so like i see what you meant by saying like the richer had the cars because they were able to afford it while the people who had to pull the strolls or the carriages were like fuck i'm just working the for lower class. the lower class like that shit's still real and relevant so we still see it pretty pejoratively through history so it's crazy but i think i think chloe mentioned something about the 70s so i so this was Sean's answer to Anthony's question, and my answer would be probably the 70s, either the 70s or the 80s. You know, any time between then, I think that is the best era for music, it's the best era for dancing, fashion, and what cultivated that, and I think what created that and a big component of it was the positivity. You know, back then they had groove and, you know, but the biggest thing was just being positive and happy and mellow and relaxed. And of course, there's a lot of drug influence within that. But, you know, to to have that mindset bifurcated through so many people is really incredible to me and kind of goes in conjunction with what we're going to talk about today as well. So 
with what we're talking about today, you know, we may have mentioned it. We may not have not mentioned it. If you were listening carefully, you're just listening carefully because we barely talked on it. (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, today's segment, we're going to talk all about positivity and how to spread positivity in the hardest of times. What's our go-to method and basically seeing like, you know, how, how positivity can relate to like a better overall lifestyle or a healthier, optimistic way of looking at life rather than always finding yourself down in the dumps in certain situations. So that's kind of what we wanted to bring your attention to using the multiple revolutions that we were talking about because they were very interesting times where people, they worked their whole life and then they died, you know, they died working because, I mean, back in the day, you didn't have health care. I mean, if you did, it was like, I mean, I don't even know. If you we just had met full- the doctor live next to you or something, yeah. right? You know? <laughs> and he had some, like, you know, some Hennessy and some fucking Dang, some some codeine. And, yeah, like, mixed up just because they work well. And, like, boom, you fell asleep, and that was your cough medicine, I guess. So it's, like, times have changed. But it's also changed in a way where there's a lot of negativity right now in the world that we're living in 2018. And so... I want to bring into the attention of positivity, you know, kind of take a turn onto it and open the platform to this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start off with like, what is positivity? Because this can be pretty subjective to whoever you're asking. So to me personally, positivity is for one affirmation. I think affirmation is a huge part of spreading positivity and reflecting it within yourself. If you guys don't know what affirmation is, it basically means to point out something good that someone has done and take that extra step to acknowledge it and say it to them. I think that is the like biggest thing you can do for someone, and it is a huge impact on the person that's receiving it as well, because it's one thing to notice something, but to to make them notice it within themselves, I think is very, very powerful. Uh, and it's interesting because... Sometimes for myself, like I'll, I think of positivity as like something that I, I kind of feed off of, you know, it's like, sometimes I'll start a morning and it'll be like kind of rough. I'll just, I'll walk out of my bed, I'll trip and stub my toe and then I'll brush my teeth and I drop my, my toothbrush in the sink. And I'm just like already then it's like kind of a weird start, you know, but like talking with others and talking to other people, basically just hearing how they started their day, you know, someone might've had a great day someone might have had a terrible day but learning to be able to see what works around that and I don't know just overall conversation I feel like helps me keep positive because you know you could always talk about the bad it's easy but like to talk about the good things that happened and also talk to other people about and affirm them on how good your day was or how good their day is and if you guys are both having a good day then it's just an awesome conversation already but I don't know I feel like positivity is something that like you could you could get just by talking with other people who are in a better mindset or who offer that mindset to help you persevere through your day of roughness, I guess you should say. Yeah, yeah. And I I think that right there kind of brings me into my next point of surrounding yourself with positivity as well. That's such a powerful way to, to keep it within your lives. And, you know, an example of this would obviously be either like your friends and your family, but beyond that, or you could say past that, like it has to be really good influences within your life. Like sometimes, I mean, they're your family, but they might not be the best people for you. And the same thing goes for your friends as well. So you have to be very, 
selective with the type of people. Not super selective. You know, you, you don't want to be judging people. You want to give yeah, everyone a chance. Real. But you want to surround yourself, especially if these people are going to be close to you. You want to surround yourself with people that are going to be a great and positive influence that you personally think will better your life. Because uh, I think if like we were talking about this earlier, like if you surround yourself with people who are down in the dumps, you know, I'm pretty sure we had a whole podcast on this actually, but like that shit is toxic too, you know, mm-hmm. if people are constantly talking about how terrible their day is, like you could give them as much best advice as you can, but at the end of the day, there's something wrong with that. Um, I wouldn't say actually there's nothing wrong with that, but there's just something going on where that could lead you to thinking a lot more pessimistic on your own self and then you'll be more down the dumps than usual. And so not necessarily being super selective, but being aware of who you're always surrounding yourself with. You know, if, if someone's always talking down on themselves or talking down on their own work or their own creations, you know, offer them affirmation, offer them some help. And if they really don't ever care to listen, it's like just stop surrounding yourself with them on a day-to-day basis. Stop conversating with them every single day you know i mean it's good to talk to them and catch up but if every time you guys catch up and it's always just bad negative sad or unhappiness you know it's like you could only offer so much to someone and if if they need to feed off of you for that then yeah i don't know then that's an interesting topic because i mean i i personally i i said i feed off of people earlier but i don't necessarily like need people to be positive like sometimes i wake up just on the right side of the bed and sometimes I wake up on the left side and whenever I'm on the bad side of the bed I just always know that I'm breathing I'm well I'm alive you know things that actually matter in life and like like you have a roof on your head yet you woke up in a bed you know it's like some people don't even have pillows or like a cover and so knowing that those small things are still relevant in life like those should be able to keep you positive because those are things that not everybody really has access to or really does and so i think those are important things that help me remain more humble and and also positive or optimistic throughout my day because i also think about it as in like we have a social life you know we have a job we have sunlight we have all these small things that no one really thinks about or cares about sometimes but like those are like core things that make people you know genuinely grateful for life and so I think it's important to recognize what the small things are and then try to act upon the bigger things with friends and conversation and socialization because, I mean, at the end of the day, you don't want to be alone, you know? You want to be able to talk to people and have some type of friendship or social life because that, that that's how that, that's what makes or breaks people in a way. Like, if you're just isolated from people, you're going to have a very narrow mind on, like, how things work. And so if you're mad that you stubbed your toe, you're just going to be mad all day because you have no one to tell, talk to, no one to hear about how their day went, no one to, like, relate to if someone else stubbed their toe but they're still having a great day. Like, you're isolated, you know? And so it's it's good to surround yourself with as many positive influences to be able to basically influence yourself to be more positive and then just spreading that to as many people as you can whether you just meet them or you've known them for a while and so i just think that's a a very strong way of spreading positivity is just being overall a nice person you know (laughs) absolutely and like you touched on it too is like you have to reflect on the things that make you happy and the things that you kind of unload on so to speak you know and if you really focus on the things that you've done and the things that you've created and look at that and how you can influence other people with that because we all have 
different skills. And this is really key to positivity is recognizing your skills. Because at this age, I'm, I'm 22, Sean's 23, and you know, at this age, we, we focus a lot on what's our purpose, what we're going to do, and what we need to become. But what we really should be focusing on is what skills we've developed currently and how we can apply those to the next year. Mm. And then we'll figure it out, and then we'll apply it to the next year. You know, we're looking way too far ahead at goals that we don't understand yet because we haven't experienced the thing previous to it. Mm-hmm. It's like stairs. You know, you, you'll never be able to jump to the last stair, but you can step to the next one and figure out how to step to the next one. And, like, in, in an analogy form of way, like, if you don't know how to get to the next one, you know, you got to walk before, or you got to crawl before you walk. So, yeah. if you're crawling at the bottom of the stairs, if that's a 40 staircase thing, you know, by the end of it, you might kind of get the idea that you need to get on your feet. You might need to try a little harder and step up on each step to get to the top of where you want to go. But, I mean, that doesn't say that it's just going to be an easy staircase to walk up of. You know, it's going to be definitely a maybe a slip, maybe a fall, maybe a bit of a tumble. But, like, at the end of the day, you're, you're higher up than you were when you started, you know? And that's important because if you, don't, if you don't ever start that staircase and you look at it the whole time like, oh, this is so hard, there's so much time that's going to be put into this education or there's so much time at this job to get me the promotion, it's like, okay, but, like, you got the job, you know? You're at the staircase in a way. It's like now you just have to keep working towards getting to that top piece or that top uh, floor in a sense to be able to maximize your potential but if you don't ever really like think about how grateful you are to even have that opportunity to be presented with that staircase in an analogy way of looking at it you know yeah then then you're just always going to be stuck at the bottom of the staircase every day and so overall just keep trying harder keep working at it and and avoid comparisons because like yeah, that, that kind of damn. goes into our next question of how how we remain optimistic and to understand that, first I'm going to talk about what makes me lose that optimism. And something that I have trouble with is I uh, compare myself to people. And mm. even people that I don't even know at some times. But it's, it's again, this age thing. You know, you, everyone thinks that if you are the same age as someone, that you should be within the same stage of life. Age is nothing. Age means absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's who you are as a person and how you progress. To be at the same age, I think to some people, age reflects a level of some sort, you know, Mm -hmm. and you should be at a certain level when you reach a certain age. And yes, you know, we can drive at 16, we can drink alcohol at 21. That's about fucking it. You know, you should just worry about yourself and not compare yourself to other people because what's going to happen is there is people that are doing better than you and maybe life has set them up differently and you know, it's not confusing to know that you should, some people have to work harder than others to get the same things, yeah, you know, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't work for it. And and knowing that, you know, let's say there's like an 18 year old millionaire, you know, who went viral, got a couple thousand dollars. It's like, if you're going to compare yourself to that, you know, they might have have been set up. Like you have to look at their family. You have to think about the family life too. Like if their dad was a producer in a Hollywood movie and they're just like some kid, it's like they might have had a bit of a leeway. They might know a bit of more people, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's not really good to compare yourself of what they have and what they're doing. It's like think about what you already have, what you're doing and what you can do to get to that level of if uh, of finances, of 
fame if you're looking for it, of fortune, of friendships, of social life, like if, if whatever you're looking peace. for, you know, of peace, you know, think about what you have right now and how you can act towards that at the moment. Because if you just keep thinking about things that you want and you need, you know, rather than the things that you already have, you're just going to be less grateful for things in general, you know? And so it, it's good to be grateful for what you have. And then when you have the time or the money or, or whatnot to be able to afford or do things with people that you really want to do, then you'll be able, then you'll know happily that you can do it. But if you're just, you know, you barely have enough money to go to Coachella this weekend, but you're just like super down because all your friends are going like, it's like, fuck, like you might as well just go. It's like, do you really feel good at Coachella though? Because you know, you got to come back to some debt or, you know, it's just, it, it, it's interesting to put that in perspective. And let me say this. If you're going to Coachella and you're in debt, you better have a good ass time. Because <laughs> your ass, bro, like, that's it. Like, bro, yeah. do not dwell on that shit over the weekend. Are you kidding me? Like, if you already bought the ticket and you said, fuck it, have a good ass time, you know? Like, dude, because you're going to dwell on it, come home and be just as sad as when your ass left, you know? Damn. <laughs> like, straight up. Because I know Coachella tickets are are not cheap. Yeah. Not cheap. Especially if you camping, bro. The food in there is like 20 bucks. Shout out Coachella. But not the fool who runs it. Hey, for real. <laughs> hey, if you don't know who runs it, do some research. Dang. But like, y'all are funding that man, so whatever. Straight up, every single one of you. <laughs> <laughs> Including you. You know who I'm talking about. They're like, I didn't even go to Coachella, yeah. bro. Like, like, why'd they go off on Coachella right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just because it's this weekend, you know. It, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just an example tomorrow, we brought yeah. up. We literally just brought it up as an example. but. So to swing it back around, would you... Sean, would you say positivity and optimism go hand in hand? I definitely believe they do, you know, because for me, I try to be as optimistic as I can, but or as, as positive as I can. But there are some times where, you know, I'll, I'll study hard for a test. I'll get my results. And the first thing I see that day is, oh, I got 14 out of 20, out of 50, you know, and I'll be like, God damn it. Like, it's hard to be positive after that. But I just know I got to be optimistic for that. Because if I'm optimistic, I look at it, well, I still have an education, you know, there's still another test. This isn't the last test, then I'll change my way of looking at it like, oh, this is a terrible day into something like how can I make this day a little better? Well, what I can do is I could study a lot harder tonight and focus more on the next test right now. So then by the time the next test comes, I'm ready to get the A on it, you know, because if you just think about what you just did, it's like, OK, that happened. But like, what are you going to do now type shit, you know, because you got to think about the now and the tomorrow, because I mean, you don't even need to think about the tomorrow, but I mean, it's always wise. But like, I think if you think about what you can do right now to make that situation better, then you'll be able to better yourself for the next time it occurs. Because I know yesterday I had a rough day. I ain't gonna lie. I did get a 14 out of 50. Like, damn, that made me hella sad. But you know what I did? I went home. I read a chapter of my book. And I got right back to work on my Spanish homework. I read a chapter of a separate book. But, like, you know, all I knew was I had to do my Spanish homework and come back stronger for the next test. Because I, I felt disappointed in myself. But being able to express that in a way where I wasn't... You know, I wasn't boasting about it online and where people are just sharing it to the world. Like, oh, I need so much help. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, Dang. this is so hard. Like, you know, it's like you just got to you got to work with what you got and you got to 
better yourself for the next time it happens because yeah. no one's gonna no one's no one's gonna really you know wipe your tears for you in a way so you got to really think about what you can do for yourself exactly and the way i personally look at it i look at it as yes they definitely go hand in hand but one is definitely driving the other so let's look at it you guys know i like analogies it's the way i understand stuff so i look at it as optimism is the gas and positivity is the car you know, you have to have optimism to fuel yourself forward, you know, but you have to you have to cultivate it and put it into something as a goal. And the same thing goes for negativity as well. You can fuel negativity and you can push it with the attitude that you have before it. You know, so you have to look at what fuel you're putting in your car and what direction do you want to drive it. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go north or you want to go south because east and west, you're just stuck in the middle. Yeah. Let's go south. I'm trying to go to San Diego. <laughs> Chella. Chella. No, but I mean, I, I I like to look at analogies as like different ways of looking at things, you know, mm-hmm. because it, it helps me be able to know that like, I don't know, actually, I don't know where I was going with that. All I know is that. <laughs> no, it's just like a real world comparison to yeah. an example that we like methodically thought up in our exactly. head. Basically, exactly. Basically. And, and, like, it's a way of storyboarding, like, a certain situation that is, like, interesting to put in a different context. But, like, we hope that, like, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm seriously hoping that you guys are catching on to, <laughs> yeah, like, 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 the like, analogies that we're talking about. Like, we're not literally talking about staircases and whatnot, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, the effort that... Read behind the lines. Exactly. Like, remember when you were little trying to climb up a staircase? That shit was hard, you know? So it's like, think about it right now. Like, remember trying to get that job for the CEO position? That shit's pretty hard, you know what I mean? Dang, it's just exactly. all about the c- scenario and the and the analogy we're talking about. Now your about, ass so. runs upstairs, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I straight jumped down some stairs before I got here. Like, <laughs> That's funny, but... So that swings us into the famous... Question of the day. Question of the day! Question of the day. We haven't done one in a while, so we just kind of wanted to loop it back in. Woo woo! (laughs) (laughs) You guys ready for this? So, do you... Okay, actually, we got two questions. It's the same question, but we put it in simpler terms in another analogy for you guys to understand. (laughs) But let's just say, you know, would you... You and your boy, you guys both get taken with the opportunity of, let's just say, traveling abroad, right? It sounds so good to be true, but, like, are you one person to usually take an unusual opportunity, like, as immediately, or do you sit back and observe? And in simpler terms, do you jump first, you know? Do you jump first? Do you take that leap and hope to reap the benefits, or do you take the leap and then, fuck, you fall and plunge, and then you realize that was a terrible opportunity that you took? Climb yourself out. You know? No regrets, or do you have regrets? It's up to you. How do you look at that? Dang. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week for our answer. Black and yellow, out.